What is going on? Welcome to another episode of Battle Fight 3000. Battle Fight 3000. You've made it to episode number six. El Sixo, as they say in Spanish. God damn. Yeah, pretty what? good. Our first, this is going to be our like first one that wasn't pre-taped. I mean, everything's pre-taped. It's an audio medium, but you know what I'm saying. Even the claps, the laughs, everything. <laughs> <laughs> It's so natural. Um, yeah, this is our first one. The other five in the mini-sode we had taped beforehand and then just released, released them it. into the wild. Yeah, but this is uh, the first one after we've released the podcast, so that is pretty exciting. We're super excited. Do you know what it means? What does it mean, Dave? It means that we actually have votes oh, man. already for the previous episodes to see who the winner was. Oh, man. You know what I just remembered? What? We should introduce ourselves. Oh, all right. Should I go first? You should no, go I'm first. No, I'm going first. Okay, please do go first. I'm Chris Mundy. And I am Dave Embrad. Oh, my goodness. He said his name. Well, now that we're live. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's just... Man. I wanted to keep the mystery going, but <laughs> just slipped. Um, yeah, so as Dave mentioned, we had votes. Um, a lot of votes compiled. Thousands. Uh in the low single digits. Some I'm pretty of them. sure we had to create uh, an Excel spreadsheet to uh, yeah. be able to count. We brought in uh, actuaries. Yes. So a lot um, of counting, lots of uh, sleepless nights. So I think I'll run through them since you don't know what the, actually what the results are, Dave. No, I have no idea. So in episode one, we had Terminator versus Robocop. Who won? With two votes. <laughs> two for Terminator, zero for Robocop. So, does that mean Robocop won? No, he lost. Oh, so we're not going by least amount of votes. No, it's not golf. Okay, I was just confused. Mm -hmm. It's not the U.S. election. (laughs) Topical, 2016. (laughs) Um, With battle number two, vampire versus werewolf. Three total votes. It's growing. Three votes for werewolf. I also didn't win. <laughs> no. All right. All right. It's okay. It's okay. Third one's a charm. Oh, this one's going to be a good one, I think. All right. This is your chance. Indiana Jones versus Lara Croft. Who we did had I have? A, you had Indiana Jones. Okay. Okay. <laughs> With a grand total of 13 votes. Whoa. There was, I can't get the exact numbers, but 92% of the votes were for Lara Croft, a.k.a. me. Give me a fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Can uh, you and your family stop voting? <laughs> Because this is getting ridiculous. Uh, full disclosure, I have two other Twitter accounts, so at least two of those are always going to be my votes. Which brings us up to Rambo versus John Matrix, with a grand total of two votes. <laughs> so your two accounts. <laughs> God damn it. Let me guess. John Matrix. John Matrix won. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Finally, we've... Oh, not finally. we got two more. Winnie versus Yogi versus Paddington. Uh, with all. a grand total of three votes. Oh, so me and your one two other accounts person. and Trevor. <laughs> We've got two of the votes for Yogi and one for Paddington. God damn it. I shut need to out get a again. Twitter account so that I can vote for myself. This yeah. is getting ridiculous. Just shut out again. And finally, Rock the Rock versus Paper Mario versus Edward Scissorhands. Three votes. Again, two for me with Edward Scissorhands and one for The Rock. So I just. I just swept you. So practically, you've just been voting for yourself for this I'm, entire Yeah, thing. I'm buying votes pretty much. Okay, well, I'm getting a Twitter account now and re-voting. And next episode, <laughs> we're going to see what happens. I'm going to create good. 10 of them. 
Um, so I think lesson learned, people. Please have vote. multiple Twitter accounts so that you can vote for yourself. Uh, or it applies for everything in life. Our listeners, please vote. <laughs> yeah, please. So, so that we can actually know who won. Just go on Twitter at Battlefight Three Thousand and vote, please, <laughs> please. I beg of you. And now, without further ado, do you want to tell us about our main battle? Is our only battle new? I guess kind of old. We've had one episode like this with the format of. Yeah, let's talk about the new format. Yeah, so we're doing this one is one main battle, and then next week, so we want to put out something every week. Next week will be Miniso number two, which takes the place of our former prelims. Yeah, you're nodding your head. That's good. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. For the people at home, I'm nodding my head in agreement. <laughs> yes, that's the way we're going to do things from now on. And that takes a burden of having one long episode and broken down for you guys. Hey, Dave. Who is in our main battle? Today, we have a fight between Anton Sugar and... Mr. Hannibal Lecter. Whoa! Oh, Dr. Hannibal! It's the crazy killer combat. It's the battle of the psychopaths. Without further ado, let's start the show! And here it is, the moment you've all been waiting for. The main battle. El Le main battle. Uh, el battle mano. Oh. <laughs> Look at How us. How many language can we speak here at Battlefight 3000? 27, if you count dialects. I do count them. Name all of them right now. <laughs> just a look of pure panic in your eyes <laughs> way to set me up there partner i thought you had my back i don't this is uh i hate you <laughs> everyone and for themselves situation <laughs> we speak uh l latin l french l english yep el you didn't you didn't say spanish your first language did I? I thought I had said El Spanish. No, maybe not. <laughs> well, we do speak El Spanish. Yeah. Either way, we speak a lot of languages. All the Els. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> El Pig Latin? But that's nor here nor there, because right now we're talking about the final battle. And we're going to speak in the language of love. Which is fight. <laughs> <laughs> battle fight 3000. We fight for love. Battle fight. 3,000. Beautiful. And who do we have today? All right, we've got Dr. Hannibal Lecter. And Dr. Anton Chigurh. Uh Not a doctor. Could be a doctor. We don't know his past, so let's not judge the man. There is a 0% chance that he was a doctor. Do you th I don't think he got secondary education. I don't know either, but you know what? I'm not judging. I'm giving him a chance. I'm judging. I'm in a battle against him. I don't think Anton Sugar graduated elementary school. We don't know what he did back in the day. He could have been an ER doctor that got tired and fed up, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to retire early and just kill people. Yeah, I mean, that's what doctors do. Yeah, some. I'm just, no, I'm putting it out there. Every single doctor that retires starts murdering people. You save that many lives, you've got a balance to make up. That's true. That's true. That's true. The universe needs balance. It's the yin and yang. You can't just play God one way. No. If you're going to save him, you got to kill him. Yeah. It's like the uh, take a penny, leave a penny. Right. Give a life, take a life. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's a little known. <laughs> that's like a little known perk about being a doctor. 
weird thing, not just uh, medical doctors. Oh, so even vets? Vets, uh, doctors of philosophy. Oh. No, a nurse isn't a doctor. Don't be silly. No, but I mean, they, they can kill doc- people too. Yeah, they also can get a doctorate in nursing. But yeah, just any doctor. Doctorate in physical education? Yep, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre? Dr. John. <laughs> any doctor. <laughs> it's the one. Really, just you could even call yourself a doctor. You go out killing people, you've got immunity. Yeah, which is the reason I wanted to become a doctor. I just didn't want to save anyone. I wanted mm-hmm. to only murder. Jump right to it. And yeah, and they were like, "Well, no, that's not part of the oath." No, that's and no, that's when sense. you have to go the PhD route. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, I mean, whatever. You had a PhD in philosophy. You might as well just go kill a PhD. Everybody. Pretty homicidal doctor. Oh, nice <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> took me 45 seconds to come up with that. <laughs> Anyways, a uh, little intro. I'm going to start off with Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Go for it. A real doctor. Which we don't really know he's a doctor. 100% he's a doctor. Wow. It's well established. Well, I mean, he has... Remains a, to be seen. I mean, he's got I practice. need to see a diploma. Okay, fine. Uh, anyways, he is, in my opinion, one of the greatest fictional serial killers of all time. Tell us why. Well, I mean, first I'm going to tell you where he came from. Okay, yeah, please. First appeared in novels by Thomas Harris. Uh, then he moved to movies. And finally, he conquered TV land. Yeah. Uh, he was in four novels. Red Dragon, The Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Hannibal Rising. And yet, no one knows who he is. I mean, lots of people know about The Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal. Wow. Well, He's I a very, yeah. I barely know. Sold a lot of books. Well, <laughs> I don't think you did research, so <laughs> that makes sense to me. Um, and then he's been in five movies. Manhunter, which is uh, was an adaptation of the book Red Dragon. Then The Science of the Lambs, Hannibal, remake of Red Dragon. And then finally, Hannibal Rising. Were all the movies uh, original books or just uh, Manhunter? Dude, I just read all the novels. <laughs> I thought you were talking about movies. I said four novels. Then five movies. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did not do my research. Um, yeah, all about Hannibal. Hannibal Rising is about him as a younger man, which I haven't watched the movie or read the book. I've heard the movie's junk. Uh, and then he had his own eponymous TV show, which means it was named after him. And that was what on was for it three called? seasons. Hannibal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so in the books and movies and TV show, He's both a brilliant psychologist and a psychopathic serial killer. He's he's kind of like the love child of Sigmund Freud and Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, so he's got the murdering skills of Sigmund Freud, known doctor. No, right. And then the brilliance of Jeffrey Dahmer. So, a lot going for him. Did he also fantasize about his mom like Freud, or was that part bred out? Um, I think reading the Wikipedia, there's there's some mother issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah thought for so. sure. Thought so. Doctors, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if there's any doctors <laughs> listening, but you know what you do in your spare time. Uh, so in the movies and TV shows, he's been portrayed by Brian Cox, Gaspard Ulliel, oh, oui, oui. Mads Mikkelsen, fucking amazing name. And then most famously... Sir Anthony Hopkins. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, and that's the version of Lecter I'm going to be focusing on because those were the three movies I watched, uh, which were um, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Red Dragon. Those are the ones he shows up in. 
Oh, some interesting facts about Lecter. In 2010, he was named by Entertainment Weekly as one of the 100 greatest characters of the last 20 years. And in 2003, was named by the American Film Institute as the greatest villain in American cinema. Silence of the Lambs won an Oscar, and Hopkins won an actor for Oscar for his portrayal of Hannibal. Essentially, I think this guy is the goat of serial killers. Nobody's beating him. Well, he was the reason that whole psychopathic killer movie thing started taking off, right? Like after Silence of the Lamb came seven mm-hmm. and all those other movies that I also don't know or didn't watch of the yeah. same genre. It gave it like some legitimacy. Um, yeah, I think it was like rated R and one. Like one of the first like quasi horror, I guess, thriller, whatever, slasher to win. Because he was a madman. Yeah, to win uh, an Oscar. Um, that's kind of my intro, Dave. Do you want to talk a little bit about your guy? I'll talk about Doctor Anton Sugar. Not a real doctor. He <laughs> could be. We don't know. Maybe he did a PhD, and we don't even know about it. You can't make these things up. You do this well, every mean, episode. You just make facts up. I think my guy should be a doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah, the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a lot of you that don't know who uh, Anton Sugar is. Um, he's a uh, he's uh, a guy from nightmares. He's a uh, he's a psychopath that will stop at nothing to get you. A real All psycho killer. A psycho killer. Keskase. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's a guy that just hangs around with a suppressed shotgun, semi-automatic shotgun. Oh man, that is a badass gun. That is a badass. Only gun. one I've ever seen in like movies or anything. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, that was that was my first time as well, seeing a suppressed shotgun. I didn't even know that was possible. Uh, yeah, I assume it's real. It is. It is real. I, I Googled it shortly after. No Country for Old Men, critically acclaimed movie. The story of the mighty Anton Sugar, which was I mean, he's a character not right? based on a true story, but it should have been. <laughs> I, I would hope not. I kind of hope the it would have. The guy's a monster. <laughs> he was uh, played by Javier Bardem. And he was just a psychopathic badass. Started off as a great book. Right. Yeah. In 2005, the novel by... Sorry, who's it by, Dave? No, you were going to say that because I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you told me earlier tonight. Cormac McCarthy. Cormac the dude. <laughs> and McCarthy. Anton Sugar is the uh, the main antagonist in the movie. In 20, 2007... It won an Oscar, and he was described as a ruthless hitman who was one of the pioneers of the unstoppable killing machine genre. So what's really interesting, too, is both of these guys, Hannibal and Anton, were both responsible for pioneering full genres, right? Hannibal with the whole psycho killer, killer. and then Kiskase, yes. <laughs> And Anton with the unstoppable killing machine genre as well. Like what? I'm trying to think of like what other examples came after. Jesus, I wish I would have written those down. But I'm guessing Hobo with a shotgun. Um, no, what were the ones with? Oh, the Mexican guy. He's he's awesome. Uh, Machete. Yes. Didn't he have a couple of those? Or or even uh, Quentin Tarantino had two movies. Um, yeah, Machete. But that was that character was first introduced. I think before No Country for Old Men. Well, and, and I also want to say that my research is very weak. And and I <laughs> well, should know other movies in this genre. But basically, No Country for Old Men was, was the first one. And you watched all of that, right? I Most of it, yes. I believe maybe an hour of it? Yeah, yeah, about that. Maybe, maybe a little shy of an hour. So less than half of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while you Google the, uh, the genre, I'm going to keep talking about Mr. Sugar here. 
He's nothing more than the ultimate personification of psychopathy, havoc racing, and antisocial tendencies. Right? The man is a sadistic, cold-blooded, and unsympathetic. And most of all, his uh, most known feature is that he's quite remorseless too. And judging from his killing pension, he just has a fondness for murdering old people. Mm. So watch out, Hannibal. Yeah. He's old, and Anton's coming to get you. Sounds scary. His personal hobby goes beyond that of killing people or wrecking havoc, right? His hobby is to decide people's faith. And he sees himself as sort of a hand of fate, a judge whose sole job is to hold accountable those he believes are guilty. One theory is that he's actually like the personification of death. He's Which a, makes sense. He's an unstoppable force. Anyone, most of the people who cross his path die by his hands. Um, and he just like leaves a swath of destruction behind him. He does. But also for, for all the killing that he does, he also likes to give his victims uh, chances to survive. Right? By making deals or through games of flipping coins. That doesn't sound smart. Well, you know, sometimes you want to have fun while you're killing. Some people are just too easy to kill, and it's like, all right, here we go. I'm going to make it a game, fitty-fitty, yeah. choose heads or tails. I guess once you do it a lot, you want to spice it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why don't we just get started onto this fight, and let's go on onto the strengths and weaknesses of both these players. Okay, so strengths of Hannibal Lecter. I think the biggest one is dude is fucking brilliant. He is. I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I had facts, but now that you give them it to me, I'll just won't expand. Yeah, we can just move on. I'll do my strengths <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so he's like one of the world's greatest forensic psychologists. So uh, in uh, both actually the hunt for the Chesapeake Ripper, which is the nickname given to Hannibal while he was killing, he was uh, brought in to help the FBI come up with like a profile um, so he's a snitch. Can you snitch on? Yeah, yeah, you can snitch hey, on yourself. Snitch. And he's trying to. He was trying to lead them in a different way, but uh, uh, his foe, Will Graham, uh, came up uh, came up with the idea that it was him. Although he was only able to figure that out by looking into his cookbook, which uh, showed the human body and had something written as sweetbreads from the human body. So. So not so smart he got caught, is what you're trying to say. I mean, he has like a library, and that's the one book Will Graham happened to grab. That's That seems a bit ridiculous to me. Wow. And it, wasn't, it was in French, too. Like, what are you doing, Will Graham? Maybe he knew how to speak French. He had, take, he had bought Rosetta Stone this summer prior to that. and Took place in the 80s. When did Rosetta Stone come out? I don't know. Uh, I mean, the Rosetta Stone itself is very old. But maybe maybe he bought the Rosetta Stone books. Oh, that'd be a terrible way to learn. <laughs> Who needs books? Um, Hannibal Lecter does because he's brilliant. Uh, so forensic psychologist. He was also a surgeon. He's a purveyor of the fine arts. It's a fancy word. Oh, I like the word purveyor. Yeah, so uh, he was like a big supporter of the symphony. Uh, loved like like performing arts. Loved the opera. He was a show. fancy boy. He's a fancy, fancy boy. He's a very fancy boy. I think his dad was actually a count. So oh. very fancy. Um, yeah, so he was a historian as well, so much so that uh, when he escaped um, after Science of the Lambs, he later on moved to Florence and was actually a guest lecturer there teaching history. And they were seeing if he was going to be their permanent uh, historian. And he's like, 
teaching the Italians about Italy in Italian, fluent Italian. Um, I heard he got fired. No, a guy discovered that he was Hannibal, and then that guy died. Uh, and then Hannibal had to bounce. Then he's like, oh, okay, I killed someone. Yeah, God damn it. Again. Again. <laughs> Silly Hannibal. He ate it, but he couldn't dispose of the bones, and it just became this whole deal. Uh, so much. Um, and then he uh, he was on the run from the FBI for like seven years while being on the most wanted list. So that's pretty legit. Um, he was able to like when he was being uh, when he was helping the FBI in both Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon. He was able to figure out from his jail cell who the different killers they were chasing were without like with just like a file. He didn't have the uh, the backing, like the whole task force that the FBI had. And a lot of times he was one step ahead of them. So Just one smart man. He's brilliant. Um, oh, dude he's a has, doctor in practice and philosophy. <laughs> yeah, he's a surgeon, psychologist, handsome man. Well-read. Yeah. <laughs> Lover of the fine arts. Mm-hmm. He's got also got crazy money. How much money? Uh, 40 Wow. He's got 40 money. In his old bank account? Oh, yeah, man. Jesus. I know. So 40. he's just using that debit card like crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like money here, money there, money everywhere. God damn. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So uh, he had like, he had this crazy home, um, like fine art everywhere, an insane book collection, was going to all the fanciest places. Um, he would host dinners for the board of the symphony and which is like popping $700 bottles of God wine. Like, no crystal. Bop, bop, bop. I mean, crystal, the guy was like fucking racist. So <laughs> Dom Perignon. <laughs> so what else? He has the ability to know when people are following him a couple times in the movies. He was able to like, just like feel it kind of, and just like read cues and like body language to know that someone's on his tail or coming for him. Like in, uh, it happened twice in Hannibal one, this Italian detective hired a pickpocket to get Hannibal's, uh, fingerprint and Hannibal could like just kind of sense that the guy was coming for him to either. He didn't, I don't think he knew about the, uh, the pickpocketing or the, uh, getting the fingerprint property. He was like coming to pickpocket him. Saw him and then just quickly stabbed him in the uh, whatever the artery is in the groin and killed him. There were these like Sardinians who were going to abduct him and feed him to uh, pigs on behalf of this guy, Mason Verger. And he was able to see that they were following him. So practically, he's got like a sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a crazy sense of smell. I, he was knew um, both Will Graham and Clarice Starling, his. Uh, uh, his foes in the FBI. He knew both of them just by, like, he smelled Will Graham's cologne without seeing him, knew it was him. The same thing with uh, with Clarice. You know it's really crappy? When you have a really good sense of smell and you're stuck in a cell, in a jail cell with a toilet right beside you. Yeah, it's gotta that's going to be gotta brutal. Suck. That's yeah, it's got to be good. <laughs> and then you have other inmates farting and burping. It's like, ah. Oh, oh he was separated, though. So Okay. Well, um, at least there's that. But I'm sure, like, like, I doubt he's getting laundry all the time. Yeah. Or the guards could just walk by, open the little Just crop tiny... dust them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Hey, hey, Hannibal, you smell this? <laughs> Goddamn green peas again, Antonio. <laughs> Is there a strong smell of green peas? I don't. 
it's not one I've ever picked up on. Well, to him, yeah, he had yeah, someone anything. with a higher level of uh, sniffness, which is what you call someone that can smell really good. Do I smell Herico Vert with a a hint of fecal matter? <laughs> yep. Yes, I shat my pants. <laughs> oh, he's like smart enough to be like a prominent citizen. Like he was a big deal in uh, the fancy circles of Baltimore, which I don't know if that was a thing. Apparently, it was a thing back in the day. And he's like a prominent citizen while killing a ton of people. He was able to like juggle these things. And but it no is attention. Baltimore. Baltimore, Murderland. Uh, We've seen The Wire. See ya. Um, I mean, we're white guys in our 30s. They're, we are the people who consumed The, the Wire. That was yes. Like, <laughs> the, their demographic. <laughs> All the people outside of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, solid body count. 28 people killed. Eh. Eh. My boy Marlo. He had way more bodies hidden inside those uh, projects. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not who you're representing. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, but 28 would put him up, like, right near the top of the uh, body count of American serial killers. Do you know how many people Anton Sugar killed? I actually do. Okay, good. Do you? you? No? No, I was going to make up a number. (laughs) I'll tell you. I, I, I did the research. Um, I but I'm not just I'm weaknesses. not just talking about I'm not just talking about no country for old men. I'm talking there's about his no, whole life. There's no facts backing <laughs> it up. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay, an ability to sneak up on people. Okay, like, peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> like he uh like he crept into in Hannibal, he crept into Clarice Starling's home, rubbed her hair, which is super fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so he can pick a lock. Great. Yeah, yeah, he can do that for sure. Um, yeah, he just has Great a history skill. of sneaking up on people. Also, and doors doing terrible were things. horrible in the 1990s. There was zero security. So good job. Okay, your guy was in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, um, but he didn't pick locks. He destroyed shit. <laughs> I guess he just blew them apart. Yes. Um, he's got an ability to ma- manipulate people. Um, the the guy who's hired people to kill him, uh, Mason Verger who was a like the only surviving victim of Hannibal's. Um, he convinces, Hannibal convinces Verger's doctor to kill him instead <laughs> of trying to kill uh, Hannibal. Uh, he escapes a lot. He escaped uh, in silence. He escaped a, a holding cell in Tennessee. He escaped uh, the police in Italy. So which means he's always one step from being found or was caught. Yeah, but he's, he's one step ahead. That's the important thing. Um, and Dean was on the run for seven years. That's crazy. And then he also escaped when uh, the police were coming when he had abducted, abducted Clarice Starling and Hannibal. Oh, and finally, I think the, the biggest thing, accomplished chef. Yeah. Okay, so the man knows how to make eggs. Big deal. No, no. He knows how to cook a human really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it is a big deal. Does he have a favorite humankind? Like uh, ethnicity? Uh, no, I think he's a pretty equal opportunity killer. Yeah. No, I'm like, I would say he's probably white people. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of his patience, and I think for a high-priced uh, uh, psychiatrist, it's going to be a lot of uptight white rich people. Do you think he ever made foie gras? Oh, for sure. For if you made human good. foie gras. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. You animal. I think so. 
honestly, I kind of want to eat human. <laughs> just coming out. It's the forbidden <laughs> fruit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to murder you after this. <laughs> eat your body. <laughs> it's a good thing I brought a knife. Yeah. I'm going to start with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried beard. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, my strengths. Do you have anything to add to it, or did I nail it? I, I, I would, if I had watched any of the four <laughs> movies, I totally would add to it. But, uh, but I think you did pretty good. Uh, yeah. Five movies, and you watched twenty-five minutes of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I didn't need any more. I'm like, oh, I get it. I understand. I remember. And then you started talking about the other ones. So I'm like, oh, I don't remember that part. That's that definitely should have watched it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you go ahead with strengths for Mr. Sugar. Mr. Sugar. Well, first of all, intelligence. I mean, we saw the man escape from the sheriff's precinct. He broke into a drugstore with security to steal medical supplies. And not to mention that he had the brains to wait for the police to leave the scene of Moss's murder before going in to get the money. That's pretty smart. <laughs> I mean, granted, you're watching the police right there, and all you have to do is, okay, maybe let's just I wait. I should like wait half until the cops are gone before I storm in to get the money. But that's huh, still, super smart. Hey, and the wet bandits like, weren't that smart. Yeah, and they got beat by a child. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, and then, like, your security in a in a store that is uh, a, a drugstore hey, in Border Town, Texas, that he outsmarted. Security, wow. security. I live in a building with security. I could outsmart them. That's very true. I did get in without bringing the buzzer. <laughs> yeah. So that's um. <laughs> he's got a, he's got great endurance, right? Yeah. Which is the whole thing about Anton is that he will stop at nothing until his mission is accomplished. He's he's a crazy. He's a madman. So not like endurance. I well, mean, more like stick to itiveness. But did you ever watch him be? Uh, winded or tired? No, he just kept going through the whole movie. I mean, at least through the forty-five minutes that I watched. But he was largely like slow walking. Yeah, but he got there. <laughs> slow <laughs> walking and driving. You know yeah, what? Fair man? enough. It's not winded. Not a, yeah, he's just he's power walking. It's not a sprint; it's a marathon. That's right. Murder of a mare. He's got murders. an insane ability to withstand pain. Right? There was that scene where the shotgun blast ricocheted, and then the fractured arm after the car crash. What did he do? Kept going. Kept them going. He just brushed off some of the sand and kept at it. May I give a uh, a counterpoint? Absolutely. Uh, Hannibal in Red Dragon got stabbed in the side with uh, two arrows together. And I believe he cried. And then got shot uh, multiple times and then survived that. And then at the end of Hannibal, he chops off his own hand. Yeah, it's stupid. Why would he chop your own hand? Uh, Clarice. He wanted <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, that's his weakness. He wanted to... Uh, he wanted to leave Clarice a little present. Well, he didn't want to chop off her hand. They were handcuffed together, so yeah. he made a choice because he was in love with her. Yeah, you know what happens when Antor, when uh, Anton Sorry, gets... Antorg. Antorg Chichiger? You know what happens when he gets handcuffed? He kills motherfuckers. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't cut his own hand. He does... Strangle them with handcuffs. Yeah. There's uh, his gunmanship. The guy has incredible aim. Oh, legit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's 
ability to use uh, all three of his weapons are incredible. There's the the captive bolt pistol, the semi-auto suppressed shotgun, and the Tech Nine pistol. And he uses all of those for multiple things. Like you would think, oh, captive bolt, you're just putting it to people's foreheads. No, he also opens doors with them. Whoa, multi-purpose yeah, tool. I know. So it's, it's like, like a, a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what else? What else he got? He's got a high degree of improvisation. So we see him use an antique coin to open the air vent. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> he, who have you ever seen turn a coin into a screwdriver? Oh, you see that a lot with fence. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a really smart. Um, There's also the, uh, the, the killing of the policeman with the handcuffs, as I had mentioned earlier, and using the boy's shirt as a sling for the fractured arm. Improvisation right there. What's up? It's my boy so Anton. So he took a basic Dr. first aid class. Anton. Basic first aid. Dr. Anton. Um, oh, did you uh, bring up that like he's just soulless? Oh, yeah, fully. He's, yes. There's, uh, There's nothing th- holding No remorse back. or yeah. compassion. It's just, that's it. He feels nothing. He's not going to have the, uh, you know, the kind of relationship or attraction that slows down Hannibal with Clarice. He's just, no. he's all business. He's death person. Yeah, personified. unless he decides to flip a coin to see what happens, he yeah. don't care. He's also a, re- a professional tracker as well. He traces prey and the money to the hotel using a, a receiver that connects to the transponder. But also, he, he was able to track uh, just things on the ground, <laughs> like tire tracks and steps. And right. and to be fair, the uh, the tracker was put there by his crime syndicate not him yes but also he found he was able to follow the beeps well yes but he also uh took the phone records to try and call the main phone numbers and see where moss would be yeah not uh there's also intimidation Mm -hmm. he's hands on i don't know scary else yeah he's a scary man oh man the guy who uh he makes flip a coin in the gas station that guy is shook yeah oh Oh, yeah he was he he knew he was gonna die flip it friendo yeah, he also says friendo. I love I love him saying friendo. Hey, or no, <laughs> there, he's got a call it friendo. What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? Uh, uh, what? What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? That's him. We Oof. were both very good at voices. <laughs> That's my Javier Bardem. He's also just like Doctor Hannibal Lecter. He has broad medical knowledge. He took care of his own wounds by building his own sling. The guy is a doctor. Anton Sugar. That There's my proof that he is a doctor. I got certified for first aid in a weekend, and I could do that. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter is a world-renowned psychiatrist, surgeon. Yeah, well, this guy paid a Mexican man. kid. To give him his shirt so that he could use it as a sling. As a Texan kid, you uh, didn't watch the end. Pro- you didn't watch probably, the end. <laughs> listen, if the kids in Texas, it probably came from Mexico. No, he's a white kid. I didn't watch that far. I know you did. I just remember he did that. Don't worry, I could make things up for the end of this movie, and you'd be like, okay, fair. Yeah, fully. You could totally. Anton Shakur died uh, when Moss's wife killed him with a dustbuster. Yes. <laughs> and Suge Knight should have helped him, but didn't. Yeah. And Anton Shakur died in that black BMW. It felt like a, felt like a clue game. 
who was Llewellyn Moss's wife in the conservatory Llewellyn? with the dustbinder. You coming home, Llewellyn? <laughs> nice, nailed it. <laughs> I think, yeah, her name's Carla Jean. I think. Um, Carla Jean, you go home to your mama. That that woman got killed. Honda. Yeah, she had it coming, Carla Jean. She, she? should have just stayed in Odessa. I mean, she was gonna get killed no matter what. It was payback yeah. because uh, Llewellyn took the money and. He told him if he didn't give it up, he'd kill his wife, and he followed through because he's a man of his what word. What did Llewellyn do? He got greedy. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Llewellyn. Um, yeah, just give the money back. You would have died anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, all right. That it? Yeah. Not yeah, a lot. boy, I don't need no more. He's a I doctor. I disagree. <laughs> Made my point. Oh, oh, man. Strength of Hannibal Lecter, master of disguise. Master of the wait. Like Dana Carvey in the movie Master of Disguise. What did he dress up as? An old man? Oh, no. He, with a uh, mask? Oh, as a mask? Yeah. He cut the face off an officer in ten- uh, in Tennessee, wore the face and the cop's uniform to pretend he's the badly injured cop. And then oh, I remember that. Escaped yes. using that. that is pretty, and then that's pretty good. murdered motherfuckers in the ambulance when they realized, oh, this is a crazy man with... Uh, another person's face on their face. Yeah, well, Anton got a bowl cut so that he was very unassuming when walking on the street. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one, everyone thought he was Dorothy Hamill. That is a <laughs> another deep cut of a figure skater from the 80s. Um, all right, weaknesses. I'm going to tell you the many weaknesses of Anton Chigurh. Weakness number one. All right. Bowl cut. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's so bad. Um, yeah, probably bullied as a kid. Actually, I don't think he was. I think he would have murdered a bully. He's big into coin collecting. He's, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> probably don't reminds you of why pocket. he has that bowl cut. Then it just becomes another coin. That's your special Which coin. it is. <laughs> cool. You're very confusing. Very confusing. A weakness. Not not great with the words. If your catchphrase is, call it friendo. That's not great. And definitely Lecter's got him the edge with catchphrases. Yeah, it's, it's not hard. <laughs> Anton didn't talk much, and when he did, it's like, oh, man. I ate his liver with some fava beans and nice cans. <laughs> <laughs> Why was your so wet? <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of I maybe watched a different Silence of the Land. <laughs> yeah, so not great. He has a tendency to rely on a coin toss, so it's all like it's fate for him. Yeah, um, he definitely believes in uh, a higher power. Yeah. Well, I think so if he's death, it's him like adding some sort of balance because there needs to be life and death. There needs to be, you know, that escape coins and yeah. So that's a bad way. You're going to, you're going to lose a good 50% of them by doing that. Unless he gets a trick coin, (laughs) but (laughs) that'd be such a dick move. (laughs) (laughs) Call it friendo heads. No, no tails, (laughs) tails, get tails. Again, burnt 50% of the time. <laughs> Let me call it for you. <laughs> you 
Tell tales. <laughs> I'm so good at this voice. <laughs> it brings a trick die. It's like, oh man. How about we? No. How about we roll some bones? <laughs> what do you think of a magic trick? Choose a card. <laughs> Let's play dice in the alley. <laughs> no, I hear you cheat, <laughs> sir. I just want you to kill me at this point. This is terrible. I don't need to see your parlor tricks. <laughs> Where did the rabbit come from? <laughs> Is it this one? No, for the third time. No, it's not eights of fucking. Watch me separate my thumb from my hands. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say wow, I'll kill you. Wow. 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 Really wow. good. Really wow. good. Wow. I've got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you can take it. Thank you. We're going to close now. <laughs> Please review my act on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and smash that like button. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Poof, I disappear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anton the Magician. <laughs> um, okay, so he's also like one track minded. He's just like locked in. But things can like, that's not what life is like. No. Life throws you curveballs. Just look at me. Anton's like My a life lemming. is just one whole curveball. <laughs> <laughs> curveball, curveball, curveball. <laughs> also, oh, when at the end when he's trying to, he's going to kill Carla Jean and t- ask her to flip a coin. Carla Jean. Yeah. Ask her to flip a coin and she refuses to. That fucks up his like, whole worldview. And it's no coincidence that immediately after killing her and not her not playing that game, he gets smoked by another car. It's just like chaos. Because the whole time he was thinking, he's like, God damn it, Carla Jeans, couldn't you just flip the coin? What would have happened if I would have flipped the coin? Well, maybe if I would have asked... Carla Jean, why wouldn't you watch me pull many scarves out of my jacket? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only she would have let me put the milk into this newspaper. (laughs) I would have made it disappear. (laughs) Carla Jean, I'm so good at disappearing pigeons. <laughs> I guess doves. Who wants to have a magic trick with a fucking pigeon? <laughs> Hot take. Fuck you, pigeons. <laughs> Just pick a card. Just pick a card. <laughs> Was it the eight hearts? No, it's a king of dimes. Fuck it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> I probably shuffled wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's got this weird love of killing, which can really get him in trouble. He just kills random people. Like, uh, he kills a hotel concierge for just being at the desk. You were able to kill other people at hotels without killing concierges, man. Just let it be. He, uh, fuck, he killed a guy who was helping him get a jump on his car. Yeah. Like, fuck you. That's how you bring attention to yourself. You don't. You don't leave bodies on the side of a road. Yeah, at the same time, though, no witnesses. Yeah, but don't leave the bodies. Do what uh, do what Hannibal did and eat the bodies. Yeah, Anton's on a Anton's vegan. Oh, but he could be on. Oh, that's vegan stuff. Yeah, he really should go paleo. Yeah, and that that would help with his killing. <laughs> I, love, I love keto. <laughs> No grains, please. <laughs> Don't kick me out of ketosis. <laughs> I got a I got a CrossFit thing on Monday. Is a human heart pale? 
cavemen probably did eat other cavemen, maybe. Maybe. So it fits. Yeah. And they had bulletproof coffees as well. Great. Did they? No. I don't think they had coffees. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're making up facts again. No, they did not. (laughs) I get it. It was a lie for humor. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work. (laughs) God damn it. Such a dick. Um, (laughs) Dude is greedy. That's not. That's how you. Also, you get in trouble. You're now killing members of your own syndicate. Uh, he killed like two management guys in the desert because he wants to be able to find the, uh, get the money for himself. There was the uh, the syndicate boss hired another hunter assassin. Yeah, yeah, an assassin, and he just went and killed the other assassin because yeah. he wanted to be the only assassin. Poor Woody Harrelson. I know. It's like, dude, relax. He's helping you. Yeah. So it's just like, I think. Greed would be his his downfall for sure. Dude got sloppy. Yeah. That's what happens. Oh, uh, his kill count is only 12. I mean, 12 that we know of. Yeah, that's what you we're know, basing it on. Well. We're basing it on the portrayal in the movies and in the book. That's canon, man. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Wild and out. Wild and out. I married Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't know what Nick Cannon sounds like. <laughs> That's a no. I was spot on. Spot on. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember Nickelodeon? Ha! <laughs> I'm Nick Cannon. <laughs> anyway, so 12 counts, 12 kills. Lecter had 28. That is carry the four. Uh, yeah, also Lecter, no, Lecter I'm, I'm also mapping. had... I'm Five books, three carry, TV shows, fourteen movies, sixteen. He had sixteen more kills. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry, Hannibal Lecter is far more popular. It just took way longer to tell his story. Yeah, because it's a better story. Well, I don't think so. Just because he can doesn't mean he should. Hey, kids, you wonder what Hannibal was like as a kid? Yeah. Let me show you. He also killed people then. Yes. Uh, all right. Toss me some weaknesses for. Uh, Mr. Lecter, Dr. Lecter. Uh, first and foremost, he had a ponytail. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> Not much at the top, a lot at the back. Yeah, which movie was that in? <laughs> Hannibal. Nope. <laughs> it was The Silence of the Lamb. In no. all of them, because he's Hannibal in all of them. He plays the same character. It was in Red Dragon. Yeah, he had a ponytail at the start of Red Dragon. It was was pretty bad. It was not a good look. No. (laughs) Especially because Red Dragon is when he was at his oldest. Uh, No, Red Dragon is supposed to be when he's at his youngest. Uh, Yeah, so it takes place. He's not looking good. No, it takes place when he was like first cut. So it's the whole time continuity does not work in his favor. No, because it's already starting to show. Like Silence of the Lamb is, uh, you can tell he's, he's. Pretty young Anthony yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, dude's trim. Yeah. 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 And then by the time Red Dragon comes along, it's like, oh, dude, and the ponytail too? Oh, man. It wasn't oh. even like a full ponytail. It was like one that would barely reach his neck. He just it did just like... It looked like Anthony DeVito in freaking Twins. Oh, <laughs> good call. Yeah. Yeah, that is a nice, nice call. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, yeah, it was not a good look for him. And just like grease back hair. <laughs> Still better than a bowl cut. I mean, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, fully. Um, uh, there's also the fact that he's not physically intimidating. No. Uh, maybe in the Silence of the Lambs he might have been, but by the end he was he was looking pretty old, like both in Hannibal and in uh, Red Dragon. Oh yeah, no, he looked 
he looked every bit like this 60 plus year old that he was he's also as smart as he is the his love for clarice makes him put himself in danger like who sneaks into clarice's house motherfucker you've been running for seven years your fbi is most wanted stop walking into her house so you can touch her hair what are you doing great hair though it is pretty good. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. Hair. He can't. Le- he can't uh, have a low profile, which I think is also one of his biggest demise too. He's a diva. He's a fancy boy, and he wants everyone to know it. Yeah, he needs. He feels the need to show his brilliance for sure. Yeah, and also, as I mentioned earlier, when he's handcuffed, Clarice, dude cuts up his fucking hand for I, her. Yeah, why would he do that? You're because he like, loves you her. Eat people. He loves and you her. cut your hand for Clarice? God damn it. Oh, quick question. Do you think he ate his own hand? Ooh, that's a good one. Waste not, want not. That's true. And and also, like, not a lot of meat, but if you stew it, it will get super tender. Oh, man, yeah. Fall of the bone. Throw, uh, throw a bone in there. You got a stew going. <laughs> a little bit of cartilage, too. That'll be good. Mm. Oh, you can make hand stock. <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Then he can drink it every morning and create really good gut bacteria. I've yeah. read that in a couple of blogs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's good. Um, he also had a, a, an unhealthy wish for revenge on Will Graham. Yeah. Which, I mean, rightfully so. I to would too. Him. Will Graham is a dick, but. It doesn't really bite him, but I could see like his need for revenge. He puts himself in dangerous situations. For yeah. Him. He also has, uh, well, we were talking about him being a fancy boy too. He has an addiction to fancy stuff. So. Uh, he was found at one point because of this crazy hand cream he needed to have. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it had uh, ambergris in it, which is like whale vomit, right. which is legal in a lot of places. But yeah, they were able to, like, some cosmetic experts were able to tell, like, give a list of places. There you go, Hannibal. You couldn't have just gone to the store and grabbed whatever was on top of the freaking no. shitty aisle. No, you can't. No, he no needed, for he this needed guy. the ambergris. Well, puke. There's also the fact that he needs to be smarter than everyone else, which is how he got caught in the first place. Yeah. And we'll probably get him caught more and more as the movie franchises go. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely like hmm, almost too smart for his own good. Yeah. Well, he needs to show people how smart he is. That's it. That's it. It's you could tell too that he was enjoying it while being in jail solving all those murders before the police and staying one step ahead and it's like oh come on dude I mean, you got caught just yeah. leave he's like no I'm gonna stay in jail for a little bit longer I could totally escape but I'm not going to because I wanna keep showing them that I'm super smart yeah I think that and it's he thinks he's so brilliant which he is that uh, he thinks other people won't be able to catch him because he's so brilliant so it's a bit of hubris yeah I think it's a fatal flaw. That and the Clarice Starling love. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anything else? No, no, that's about it for me. Am I forgetting anything? Um, I mean, lots, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want to go strength of schedule? Yes. So, strength of schedules for Hannibal... Uh, Uh, Sorry, for uh, for my man, Dr. Anton Sugar. Not a doctor. He could be. We know he, he knows basic combat medicine, so he's kind of a doctor. He built a sling out of a T-shirt. Did I say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Strengths of schedules for Dr. Anton Chigar. He's so good with a um, tensor bandage. He's <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> oh, give him an inflatable cast. The man is unstoppable. <laughs> we have Mexican Sicarios, the bounty hunter that he killed that was supposed to be helping him. Yeah. Uh, lots of police. 
and some random mall security for the drugstore. There was uh, random people minding their own the business. Drugstore? No, no, but I'm saying security guards. He kind of like fights them. He doesn't have to kill them. He just has to like avoid them. So we know that he would fare very well against the security guard. I mean, that's a terrible point. Yeah, well. Oh, this dude a kills a random uh, random driver that uh, Llewellyn got into his car. Yeah. Yeah, like random th- random people minding their own distance, business. From a distance, like one hell of a shot. Bow. There's the uh, the head of the syndicate. Yeah. Uh, the management guys. And other crime syndicate members. Very few people that are armed. Though. The only armed people he faces are the, uh, the Mexicans. Mexicans. Yes. And I guess, uh, no, he doesn't kill Llewellyn. The cartel no, does. No, the cartel does, yeah. yeah. He killed Llewellyn's wife, which falls under random Unarmed. people minding their own business. Unarmed. Yeah. Um, there was the lady from the hotel that he backed down to. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was her name? Oh, no. So it was the, um, he backed down, it was the, uh, I guess, the administrator of the Llewellyn Moss's trailer yeah. park. And she like tough talks and he's like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I don't want none of this shit. <laughs> he's like, can I speak to your manager? I am the manager. Okay. Have you ever seen it when you pour milk into a paper? <laughs> <laughs> just two sec out. Just two two seconds. Where's the bunny? God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Watch me swallow goldfish and then spit it out again. <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> you th- you think I could swallow this sword? I'll show you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's how he dies. <laughs> Oh, I really like Magician Shigar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's the uh, No Country for Old Magicians is the, uh, <laughs> the second installment and uh, <laughs> the ants and going through America. <laughs> uh, early 90s, just broken, can't find a job. Why does everyone love David Copperfield? He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just it has this hate for David Blaine and uh, Chris Angel. Why won't people support the sugar man? <laughs> <laughs> and he can't even call himself the sugar man because of that one documentary from the uh, yeah. <laughs> U.S. guy, so he gets sued. Oh, that's a tough life. Oh, God damn, Anton Sugar. Anything else besides the magic industry as a whole <laughs> for a strength of schedule? <laughs> no. That's no, it. That's All it. Right. Uh, okay, so Dr. Hannibal Lecter, he's got the whole FBI most wanted list. That he's couldn't catch him for seven years, so okay. And it's still the FBI. It's pretty <laughs> legit. And it was also like international police that were looking well, for Well, Interpol well. kind of sucks. You take that back. I will never. My dad's Interpol. Oh, God, your dad sucks. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <Ha! laughs> uh, okay. Clarice Starling specifically from uh, the FBI. And in Hannibal, she finds out she has the most kills in FBI history. Oh, yeah. Two? No, she's got a bunch. That woman loves to shoot people. Will Graham from the FBI, uh, who was in Red Dragon or Manhunter, um, and the TV show, Hannibal. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like an incredibly skilled, uh, uh, whatever, criminal behaviorist or whatever. Uh, Rinaldo Pazzi. Who, oh, Rinaldo. Yeah, he was a detective in, uh, in Florence who discovers that it he uh that the doctor fell he knows is actually Hannibal Lecter 
uh, Mason Verger, the super rich guy who was the victim of uh, Hannibal Lecter, who uh, he made uh, Verger feed his face to his dogs, and I think maybe himself as well. Mason Verger fed his Mason Verger his face. Oh, the cops he uh, had in Tennessee that one he turned into like an angel hanging above them and the other he removed his face and wore the face um the senator whose daughter was abducted by buffalo bill she's kind of an enemy and then dr chilton from the baltimore psychiatric hospital who he gets at he's the just end. beefing with everyone well dr chilton was a dick to him Remember? doctors have to go um yeah then that's like that's it but like that's a pretty major police force i mean it's all right ain't no match for a doctor anton but that's pretty okay not a doctor i mean the head of the syndicate he killed all he had to do was take an elevator to him there were no guards it was crazy you didn't watch that part of the movie I'm trying to remember, but <laughs> still, Anton would have just cleared up Take so fast. Take my word for it. <laughs> um, you know where that leaves us now. Where? We're about to enter the final battle. The Octagon. Oh. The Thunderdome. So let's get ready, folks. And let's do this. Are we ready for the final battle? I am, Dave. Are you? If you if you don't mind, I would like to go first. You think you can get uh, Dr. Hannibal to win this one? No diggity, no doubt. You and your two Twitter accounts? Yeah, I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got numbers on my side. <laughs> I want to go home and open up several Gmail accounts so that I can open several Twitter accounts. Cool. And retroactively vote <laughs> on all my battles. Oh, you can't. They're already closed. Oh, okay. God damn <laughs> yeah. it. You do it moving forward. <laughs> okay, so my fan final battle, how Dr. Hannibal Lecter kills definitely not a doctor, Anton Chigurh. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Let's see what you got, boy. So, we all know that Hannibal Lecter is brilliant. And now... Some say so. You said it earlier. Yeah, fair. He knows how to lure his prey into his well-devised trap. He knows their weaknesses, their wants their loves he's a master of the human mind as one of the greatest forensic psychologists and an incredible psychiatrist and he knows that Anton Chigur has one glaring weakness you ask <laughs> what is that weakness what is that weakness it's coins no the coins <laughs> oh, the coins god damn it 1957 penny mm-hmm. oh fuck uh, so he posts in the Baltimore Sun an ad for an exhibition of his finest coins. You know he's got Anton them. Anton loves those. Yeah. And you know Hannibal's got some great ones. He's a rich guy. Yes. So there's an appreciation for the finer things. And when Anton's not killing, he's usually going from town to town uh, attending yeah. coin shows. He's his own American road show. So. <laughs> yeah, so he used to participate in some of those uh, valuing coins. Yeah, what was it? The American, what's the antique one? The Great Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So he's he's been on a few seasons of it. Yeah, the, the first two. 
Then afterwards, that's when he got the contract for uh, killing Llewellyn. And yeah, well, I think it's because the producers of the show is like Woke either up dead, you, either no, either you tone this down because your series is not great for TV, or you're gonna have to leave. So he left because <laughs> he knows that he's a one note man. There was the incident with the older lady in the captive uh, bolt gun too. Yeah, yeah, she said. Life I think this is worth three hundred dollars, and he's like, thirty, and she's like, I disagree, and he was like, bop, <laughs> dead. <laughs> then he grabbed the coin and pulled it out of her ear. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> That's my Anton. <laughs> anyway, so he travels the country looking for coins. He monitors the newspapers for ones that might go on sale, and. uh he catches sight of Hannibal's, and he reaches out to Hannibal for a one-on-one visit because he needs to experience them on his own. He can't have crowds around him. He's not great with crowds. He just kills crowds. So he goes to Dr. Hannibal Lecter's house, and he started off by just saying one-word things like, Coins. Friendo. Magic. Anton like coins. Anton like coins a lot. Hannibal believes in magic. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannibal's like, yeah, I do believe in magic. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm well educated in magic. He's like, okay, Hannibal, relax. Shut up. I just got this in magic store. It's a kit. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you put the string in the tube, and then it's hard to get out. That's a good trick. <laughs> You just stuck something, something. Yep. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, good one, Anton. How did you make that string stay straight up? It's magic trick. Wow. <laughs> oh, good boy. Good boy. Anywho. <laughs> uh, Lector, Lector is able to coax him out of just that one syllable talk because he's a great psychiatrist. He can get people to talk. They have some wine and they just start talking about Anton Chigurh and his life and his his issues and he brings up one glaring thing and he's like this is goddamn bull cut <laughs> I've had it for 30 years and it's gotten to the point where I don't know if it's what gives me my personality but people all, all they see is the bull cut <laughs> They don't see Anton the man. They just see Anton with a weird haircut. And this goddamn Dorothy Hamill came into town, took all my thunder for this bull gut, and it's taken over my life, Doc. And Hannibal realizes this is his in. And he goes to get some more wine. It's an $800 bottle. Oof. No big deal. It's a nice... Anton don't know the difference. But so roble. Yeah. Um... But, you know, Anton might not know the difference, but Hannibal does. Hannibal knows this good stuff. And he slips some drugs into it. The same drugs he used to make Mason Verger lose control and feed his dogs his face. Ketamine? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever drug it might be. Percocets. Something. Oxycontin. Other drug. Black tar heroin. Other drug. Okay. <laughs> first, first use of bath salts. Bath salts, yeah. They're back, guys. <laughs> Crocodile. 
Um, and he convinces Anton that the best way to deal with his problem is to just start cutting his hair and keep going. And Anton's like, great idea, Doc. All I know is murder. You seem to know a lot about haircuts. You've got a sick ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I do have a sick ponytail. Thank you for noticing. It's She's the main reason Anton went to him because of the ponytail. He was yeah. drawn to the masculinity of the main ponytail. reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Anton first looks for scissors, but he doesn't have any. So he gets a knife because he's fucking weird like that. And he just starts <laughs> cutting and cutting and cutting. And fu- like the hair is gone. It's like hitting. Sc- just hitting his scalp and he just keeps going and going and cutting it to bone and he ends up just Anton no yeah but he can't stop he's on those crazy drugs and he thinks it's a great idea he's like I've never felt so free (laughs) not even when I escaped those chains last week (laughs) (laughs) and finally he's like he's popped the top off of his head and he's just like still cutting And Anton lobotomizes himself, and he's just, he's dead. It was just the power of words. And then do you know what Lecter does? Uh, don't, I kind of think I know where you're going with this. In honor of Anton Chigurh's Latino heritage, he makes some brain enchiladas. Oh. And pairs it with a beautiful tequila. Very nice. And that Some gorditas is how he kill- no and chilaquiles. This and- is not Taco Bell. Oh, okay, <laughs> and chalupas, <laughs> a double decker taco, <laughs> some Doritos, tacos locos. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that is how Hannibal Lecter, Doctor Hannibal Lecter, kills certified non-doctor Anton Chigurh. Which again, I'll give it to you. It's very creative. Thank you. But you forget that Anton has zero feelings. I'm just a vessel for Hannibal. Yeah, well, Anton has zero feelings. So you can't really get him to talk and open up about anything. He's one of the greatest psychiatrists of his day. Yeah. That's what they specialize in. Remains to be seen. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) It's established. Yeah, well, I didn't watch any of them, so it remains (laughs) to be seen for me. And I will never watch the movies to prove (laughs) it. What a weird stand, Dave. <laughs> well, if I don't watch it, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear your junk. Well, after your uh, beautiful little story there about Dr. Hannibal, I think you'll find mine quite compelling and probably the uh, the clear winner of this uh, whole battle debate. Okay. Remains to be seen. Let's hear it. Anton has zero feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Anton has zero feelings for Hannibal. Zero. He just, someone said, hey, your job is to kill him. And now that's it. That's it. The machine has been engaged. He's going to go kill Hannibal no matter what. And he walks and he goes and he tries to find it. Hannibal's pretty smart. He goes to Italy to teach for a bit. Then he goes to... Uzbekistan to teach them <laughs> for a bit too, and other countries, God knows where. And Anton's just patiently waiting. He's like, you know what? I don't feel like traveling. I like Texas. I'm going to stay here. Well, Maybe I'll go to Odessa. 
That's how you don't get winded. That's an endurance thing. Yeah, it's an, that's it. He's walking. He's like, you know, I can't walk all the way to Uzbekistan, so I'm just going to stay here, <laughs> walk in circles through the desert, and he'll come back. Mm-hmm. So he sets up a couple of traps. He sets up like a couple of TED Talks with a bunch of like <laughs> old wine and orchestras. Oh, nice. And that piques the interest of Hannibal because not only does he like the wine and the orchestra, but he wants to go and talk to on that TED Talk to... Sh- show everyone how smart he is the dad talk about better ways to cook human kind man he's that is which is like practically that's a dead ringer you know that's hannibal oh yeah hannibal wants to go in there i'm dr nanibal (laughs) factor this guy knows a lot about eating people kind of like that guy hannibal not him just rhymes weird coincidence You're doing that sound. No. What are you talking about? It's if, me, Nanival. If you look, I don't have a ponytail, which he does. So, I mean, definitely not him, right, guys? Everybody? You did it again. Oh, my God. But Anton knows it's still going to be a difficult task. And he tries to go for it, but he forgot that it's heavily guarded and... Once he tries to go in with the sound-suppressed Remington 1187 shotgun, he can't. There's metal detectors everywhere. Mm. And what does he do? He tries to get the captive bolt rifle, which is a gigantic cylinder. Just a big cattle gun. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, that's even bigger. You can't go in there with that. <laughs> so he's like, all right, fine. I'm not going to kill him at that uh, TED Talk. But now I got him back to the U.S. So what does Anton do? What? He goes and gets Clarice. Clarice. And Clarice. Oh, yeah, I forgot her name. Jesus. <laughs> he First, he grabbed the wrong person because I gave him the wrong name. So yeah. he kills Clarice and then goes and gets Clarice. Puts her in a little motel room away from the lady at the front because oh, yeah. he's scared of her. Right, obviously, yeah. She asks questions. Yeah, yeah. And, and kind of starts messing with Clarice a little, cutting her and hurting her. She calls Hannibal... Hannibal can smell it. He knows Clarice is in danger. He also smells a dirty guy with a bowl cut. And he's like, oh, it's going to be messy. But what's he going to do? He has a weakness for Clarice. Mm-hmm. So he goes to Fail save flaw. her. Yeah, fail flaw. He goes to save her, and Anton allows him to save Clarice. But Why, Dave? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Because she's been microchipped. And he's got that little <laughs> machine that takes him back to where Hannibal is hiding her. Which, Hannibal didn't take her to a hiding place. He took her to his mansion. God damn it, Hannibal. Why would you do that? Because he's got many books and a ton of good food. <laughs> A.K.A. other people in his freezer that he wants to cook for Clarice. Mm, get that long pig. That's right. <laughs> and that's where Anton makes his entrance. He blows the lock of the door with his uh, captive bolt pistol just say cattle gun <laughs> i don't know i like the yeah uh, i like that name <laughs> walks in with the uh, suppressed shotgun starts killing all the fbi people that are there to visit clarice <laughs> and then at the very end wait why are they not getting hannibal <laughs> oh no because hannibal just oh. saved clarice and they can he's they still think he's nanibal yes exactly <laughs> yeah at this point he's still nanibal Hector. factor <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so once he gets her, Hannibal's still super cocky at the top of the table, trying to speak some sense into my boy, Dr. Anton Chigurh. 
just and, false. Which it could be true. We don't know. <laughs> and as he starts throwing all his uh, psychology thing at Anton, Anton grabs it. No, May the best doctor win. I hate. <gasps> hey, friendo. And starts pulling. <laughs> Start putting napkins from his hand. <laughs> Just pulls multicolored scars from the bullet yeah, holes. Yeah. Ta-da, 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 ta <laughs> That's a, that's and a then plausible. he kills Clarice. Well, I mean, what's yeah. he gonna do? He just had to. Yeah, it's a compulsion. I get it. it's addiction. Um, all right, that's that's plausible. Yeah, it could happen. It definitely could. I think that leaves it off for the main battle. Um, good job, Dave. Good job, Chris. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of. Battlefight 3000. Battlefight 3000. Oh, come in with that heat. Love it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the battle of Anton Shakur versus Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Dr. Anton. That's not. Oh, Dave, come on, man. You know, saying, we don't know me. the man's past. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real. Let's be fair. All right. Sure. Yeah, so as mentioned in the intro. We really need more votes for these things because I am tired of being the only person voting. Perhaps maybe uh, more than two of Chris's Twitter accounts should vote. That would be great. I can make more. Or yeah. send us an email. Yeah. Where can they reach us? Uh, okay, so Twitter is at Battlefight3000. Honestly, please vote for that. Um, and then we're You're not on. begging, by the way, please. I'm dude. begging. I've, <laughs> I've got no pride. Um, and then we're on Instagram at Battlefight3000 and finally if you've got like suggestions or anything like that you can also reach us at uh, Battlefight3000 at gmail.com and like Chris said folks we're available everywhere you listen to podcasts if you listen to us on Apple or Stitcher please make sure you subscribe leave a review and write us something in there it, it helps and it would be awesome to know your thoughts and your feedback. And lastly, if you can share this with everybody, even your parents and your grandparents, that would be incredible and we would really appreciate it. Yeah, I, like speaking for me, but I assume Dave as well. I'm very flattered and very happy with the amount of people listening so far. This is Yeah, yeah it's been great. great. Yeah, like I'm really psyched about it. But we could always use more and just spread it around. Just be obnoxious with it if you could. And that's been all for today. We thank you again for listening to us. Episode 6. Yeah. Minisode number 2 is going to come out next week. We're going to try to... Not going to try. We're going to drop these every Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that just leaves one thing. May, May all your, your fights, fights be battle fights. fights.